This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, the Laughter Factory is in town, so if you want a good laugh, get along to some of the shows happening this weekend. I caught up with one of the comedians, Karen Rontowski, who told me all about her very interesting style of comedy. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show once again, and there's a lot of comedy around the city, of course, at the moment, with uh, another Laughter Factory tour. They bring the best comics from all around the world, and there's gigs coming up this week on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'll tell you exactly where they are very shortly, and how you can get your tickets. And uh, Karen Rontowski joins us on the line right now. Karen is one of the comics in this lineup. Karen, great to have you, and welcome to Dubai. What's your first impressions? I love it and I'm sleepy because I'm still on United States time, but it's beautiful. It's lovely. Very, very shiny. <laughs> yes. I, wa- I walked down uh, the main street and a hundred men I didn't even know sprayed me with perfume. It was wonderful. <laughs> Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we always smell good in Dubai, don't we? Uh, now, Karen, <laughs> um, you're on uh, this lineup. Uh, Jack uh, Glado is with uh, with you and Dane uh, Baptiste as well on the uh, lineup. Um, tell me wh- where you travel to. I mean, uh, you know, life as a comedian, I'm sure, must see you traveling all over the world. Yes, I have to say, I think I've been everywhere, and this is my first time in the Middle East, so it's super exciting. But yeah, I travel the road about 30 weeks a year, so uh, it's very hard to find a boyfriend because you can't kiss a woman who doesn't stand still. <laughs> right. Uh, now, um, Karen, tell me about your journey into uh, into comedy. And, um, you know, everybody's got a different road into it. Some were funny at school. Some it was kind of, you know, the friends egging them on stage. What What's your story when it comes to becoming a comedian? Well, I was always funny as a kid and always telling jokes and telling jokes in the church talent show. And then I moved to Las Vegas and became a cigarette girl at Caesars Palace. And I met a bellman that did stand-up, and he said, come along, come to an open mic. And I went, and uh, I was not funny at all, but I was so happy that I did it. Yeah. And I said, this is it. So that was a real turning point for you then, yeah? That that was when you made your mind up, I'm going to, you know, crack this art of comedy, whatever it takes. Exactly, and that's what I did. And I thought it was funny because my father never approved of anything I did except becoming a stand-up. He said, that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> so dad's behind you. He is, he is. Parents, everybody's been behind me. In fact, he would call me and yell at me that... Someone on television wasn't as funny as I was, and why wasn't I on that show? <laughs> I mean, female comedians, um, who were some of your, you know, um, kind of comics that you aspired to be and, uh, you know, maybe took a little bit of their style and molded it into your own? Yes. So I'm not this old, but one of my favorite comedians of all time was Gracie Allen, and she was uh, Burns and Allen. And she was so feminine, and she was just in her own little world. And, uh, it was she was just so delightful to me and that sort of when you come to my show you get to move into Karen's world and see all the bizarre things that go on in there I mean developing your own style I guess that you know comes over years and years how, how would you describe your your style of comedy Karen well first of all it's very silly there's no uh, it's very yeah. ridiculous and I also work as a ghost hunter so I kind of talk about topics like that 
and uh, all kinds of paranormal stuff. So that's sort of a market that hasn't been tapped too much, and that's a lot of what I do, so it's super fun. And Now, I think a turning point for you was certainly uh, when you appeared on David Letterman's show. Just, just tell me about that experience and, uh, you know, what, what, it, what it was like, and, um, you know, d- did it really kind of up your profile after you'd been on that show? He did so much, and it was such kind of a strange thing because it actually took five years to get me on the show. They said I was only the second person they had ever booked off of a tape and the producers weren't sure and I had to come back and go back for it. It ended up being five years and it was kind of a big deal because that was one of those shows where there were gatekeepers. You needed agents and managers pushing down the door. So it was almost bigger than it was and also he doesn't um, address the comics very much after the show and he held me back and addressed me which was like a huge deal so it was a big turning point and i honestly don't know if anything will ever be that big again because at that time those three shows Mm. were it was that or nothing so it was so exciting and i came off and biff ran over and hugged me and uh it was just great (laughs) what did he have to say to you that you know when you concluded your set well it was a joke that i don't I'm not sure if I can tell on the air, but he quoted the joke. Yeah. And uh, he, he yeah. said he'd enjoyed that joke. Yeah, he did very <laughs> much enjoy that joke. Did that open a lot of, of doors for you? You know, did the floodgates open then and everybody's calling you, wanting, wanting you to be on TV and radio and, you know, gigs around the country? Yes, it did. It, I was re- early headlining around the country, but it really upped that. It just gives you that one more level of respect where yeah, I could yeah. kind of do whatever I wanted. It doesn't last forever, no. but it really is that nod to the industry that, okay, she's one of us. And I was also the only woman on in 2011. So it, so it got quoted like that a lot also. So for the whole year, you were the only lady that, that got on the show. <laughs> yeah, the only stand-up, yes. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Um, so tell me what you're working on at the moment, um, Karen. Obviously here, uh, you're going to have some fabulous gigs uh, here in, in Dubai. But after that, what's, uh, what's the rest of the year looking like for you? Uh, the rest of the year kind of looks like a different show that I do called uh, Psychic Stand-Up, where I do psychic predictions from the stage, and I tell jokes with them. So that's been a fun show that's just been getting off the off the air, you know, getting mm. its feet going. So that one's a lot of fun. And also, I'm always doing a lot of social media, and I'm going to start a paranormal haunted series, a funny haunted paranormal series on Instagram. Cool. And when do you expect that to be uh, up and running? Uh, I think that's going to be up in the next couple of months before 2024. I did it a few years ago and I would put up one every week of a different haunted location and it really did well. So I think I'm going to start that back up again. Fantastic. Uh, So the gig's coming uh, up Thursday. um, The Laughter Factory is going to be at the Radisson de Mac Hills. Um, Friday, they'll be up in Abu Dhabi at the Park Rotana. That's the 22nd. And then back in Dubai on the 23rd, Duke's Royal Hideaway Hotel on the Palm. That's very posh, that one, Karen. Uh, So put your best frock on for that. I'll get my best perfume. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, You can find out all the information at thelaughterfactory.com and pick up your tickets there as well. Karen, so glad we managed to connect in the end. And uh, I wish you the best. Uh, Anything that you want to get up to as well as telling jokes here in Dubai? Have you got any plans? 
Uh, tonight we're going to a show, but I cannot wait to go to Old Town and see what it's like. Oh, that! I, th- whenever anyone asks me what shall we do in Dubai, I always say go down to the creek, go to the old side of town where all the souks are, cross the creek on an Abra, and uh, you'll you'll get the complete feel of of Dubai and the history of Dubai. So take my advice, Karen, and go and do that. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.